Live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1, this is Daily Turismo Radio. Powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hey Motorheads, this is your host Vince. Uh, I'm still here in the studio with uh, Chris, Ashley and Alex Butcher. And we're talking about Volvos, and we were talking about Miatas a minute ago. But hey, Vince, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I hear Gidry. I think that's was that's, that Gidry? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was. Hey, Vince, you're an idiot. Was, Get a job. Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a real job. Well, by the yes, way, yes, I like that. I like that. If, um, if you're listening to the podcast, this is picking up from last time, right? That's right. I just wanted to break in and interrupt you and. No, that's fine. Continue, yeah. please. Um, but if you're listening live, then obviously this is a continuation of the show that you've been suffering through thus far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that the people who are alive, who are still alive and awake, are know this. Uh, so we were talking about Miatas, but we're going to change the subject, and we're going to talk a little bit about Lemons Rally and Monterey Historic. I want uh, Chris, he did yeah. a little trip. I did. So great... Uh, Great thing to do if you're a car guy or car girl or a car transgender person <laughs> who <laughs> loves to drive a lot. <laughs> Sorry, and just spit beer all over himself. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I want to be inclusive. Just, right? No, no, that's yeah, that's um, that was, uh, strange. <clears throat> sorry, um, it's uh, it's a great way to drive a lot and break down a lot in the desert when it's really hot. And get to know a bunch of cool people. So, the the fun thing about the twenty four hour lemons race series is that you get to go racing, but also that it's kind of like a constant party type of atmosphere, and you're all kind of you're meeting people who enjoy fixing weird cars, and and it's it's just you know it's fun. And um, the lemons rally was just started this year. This is the first year they've done it, and it's kind of taking that same atmosphere but putting it out on public roads which is terrifying yeah that sounds like <laughs> a liability issue um, but no it's not a race so there's no there's no time for it there's no you know there's no time limit there's no award for getting someplace fast there's just you have to be at a certain checkpoint at the end of the day and during the day you have to check in on facebook taking pictures of silly monuments and like roadside attractions like there's a, a beetle spider out in the middle of the desert somewhere that's a Volkswagen Beetle that someone turned into a spider, like a like a giant, um, what's the word? Arachnid. Sculpture. Oh. <laughs> <Arachnid>. <laughs> sculpture. Sculpture is the word I was looking for. Um, I was we, thinking arachnid too, so it's not just this. <laughs> you know, those eight-legged things that aren't bugs, but yeah. Um, uh, Alfa Romeo spider? <laughs> no. Anyway, um... So there's a lot of like wacky checkpoints during the day. And then at the end of the day, you, you get dinner and you have some drinks. You talk about how crappy the drive was, you, you know, you commiserate and hopefully you didn't have to fix anything major on your trip, but it's, it's like a five day thing. Um, this year it started in Monterey, went out to Tahoe and Reno down to Vegas, um, through Bakersfield out to the coast through, uh, Palos Verdes up. Not Palos Verdes. What am I saying? <laughs> Monterey. What's that? No. no? The uh, Paso Robles. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's a um, little different. Yeah. And then up to Monterey. So it ended at the Monterey Car Week extravaganza that everybody talks about. Um, 
Lemons also has a car show up there, and there was... Wait, wait, before you get to that, Seaflow, I got a question. Yeah. If it was an actual rally, who was your co-driver? Was it well, Mrs. Seaflow or was it Baby Seaflow? It was both of them. They both came, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we took the M5, and we all packed up and, and went, but... Um, so it's not gave, a, it's so not a rally in that in that sense. All right. It's a road rally. I'm disappointed then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry Jay Lamb, I'm disappointed. Uh okay. Anyway, you broke my train of thought. Thanks a lot. How many participants um, were there? there? So there were, was a, oh there was a car show you were talking about. Yeah, it was like there, a lemons car show. There were probably 40 cars in the rally at least and I didn't see most of them on the road. I only saw them all at the end when they all got together because there's no set route that you have to take you go however you want to go and um, at the end there was a special parking area for all of these cars next to the Concord de Lemons car show <laughs> which the cars which is awesome the cars in the Concord de Lemons show were orders of magnitude nicer than the cars in the Lemons rally right. so and then those are orders of magnitude nicer than Lemons race cars so there's like the three steps here and one of the rally cars was was a lemons race car but only only one guy was crazy enough to take his fully caged race car and drive it across the desert like 1500 miles in five days with no ac in the middle of august (laughs) wow um yeah they actually they streamed the concourse live and i yeah did you see that yeah i watched some of it and the car they're really nice i'm like these aren't lemons like yeah they're just proud to drive i I don't i don't know if lemons is the best word for it I, they're more like quirky it's obscure it's obscure, just obscure quirky rare, but some cars. of them are really nice and actually yeah. valuable they're yeah. just not stuff that you've really heard of or that you're going to see at another car show well it's a lot of stuff that's like from the 70s that's sort of you know malaysia and sort of ha- people have a bad those. taste in their mouth from it yeah right but that that guy you remember that guy randy carlson that that yeah. um bug and box right yeah uh oldbug.com yeah. guy mm-hmm. He had a Honda City. He bought one that we featured on yeah. Daily Turismo, right? Honda With City the Moto Combo in the back. Yeah. Honda City Turbo. And so this guy was at this car show, and I didn't know it was him until later, but he had this RV that was a custom, like, coach-built RV from the 50s that was owned by the some count from Austria-Hungary mm-hmm. and, like, the grandson or granddaughter of the Vanderbilts or whatever so it was like this super swanky custom RV from the 60s that was in super good shape and there's only one of them and it had like the little like highball glasses in the back and formica countertops and it was like I don't know just you'd never see this anywhere and it was at this car show so that's an example but there were two Volvo duets and a P1900 wow and a 144 randomly which, which a p1900 um, is is not oh p1900 1900. Oh. <laughs> okay. it's the, not the it's, 1800 it's the convertible sporty version air quote sporty version of the p1800 <laughs> it was it actually predated the 1800 it was their first attempt at a sports car that was kind of trying to be a corvette it had a fiberglass body yeah uh but it was really not well made no ter- terrible absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah but this one looked really nice yeah it's probably i don't know if you've seen it there's one that shows up to davis every year it might be the same one but Maybe. there's a big volvo car show in davis let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> a lot of birkenstocks <laughs> a lot of birkenstocks a lot of weed <laughs> <laughs> this is true uh but yeah, Lemons Lemons Rally was a lot of fun. I didn't do the whole thing for logistical reasons, but I would recommend trying it out or at least checking it out. Um, it's it's kind of a choose your own adventure type thing, roll your own, 
you know um <laughs> if you like a lot of rules and structure it's probably not going to work out but if you like hanging out with friends and driving cars and then talking about them at the end of the day go give it a shot and you want as terrible a car as possible to compete i think right? you well there's a fine line because in the real world you want something that's reliable enough to get you there and you want something with air conditioning honestly yeah didn't didn't uh, coleman make fun of of those cars or he was he on one of your posts he had yeah. mentioned that you, you can't actually have a rally car with air conditioning yeah well no he, a lemons car with air conditioning he yeah. was making fun of me for having too nice of a car yeah basically <laughs> telling me that i should have used a crummier car but Which, yeah. Jay Lamb Well, you did bring an himself. M5 to an car. You brought an M5 to a Lemons rally. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, there was no... Sink in for a second. There was no restriction. <laughs> you can drive anything you want. You just got more points you for a crummier car. M5 That's, to a Lemons rally. He, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a boss, man. He was pressed, though. He was pressed. Yeah. So it was more right. fun than going to a douchey M5 rally, let me tell you that. It's way more fun to be with people that appreciate weird stuff and, like, fix their own cars yeah and, and he has the weirdest yes. m5 of all so well, and speaking okay. of <laughs> not particular car i'm seeing the generation the did generation, you basically yeah. go to a douchey m rally after the lemons <laughs> no well no in, not in, a, in, in the monterey historics that were <laughs> basically the historic races this year the bmw was the featured yes. mark but it's not a douchey m rally <laughs> it's far from it because kind of the same thing though. no BMW it's not it's really market. not because these are the actual agree to disagree vintage race cars <laughs> that were raced back in the day not like recreations of them but the actual cars that have been restored and are BMWs. racing on the track and lots of other different types of cars too um but if you know if you're kind of sick of the whole monterey thing of like oh, look at this perfectly manicured lawn and this perfect Rolls Royce sitting on it, and it's like, okay, Well, the great. Pebble Beach thing, right? Yeah, the Pebble yeah. Beach thing, it's like, yeah, those cars are amazing in their own way, but they're not attainable, and it's not really a car show. It's more of a like a rich guy's contest. Yeah, right? and Jay Leno and the guy with the crazy mustache can go, and like they can like talk about, oh, this is Duesenberg, and you know it was owned by the queen these, of such and these such. These tires don't have matching air in them, or like, whatever. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> Numbers yeah. matching the, air pressure. The cars just aren't relatable. No, no. they're nice to look at. They're beautiful. Yeah. But if you go to the Monterey Historics, which happens on the same weekend, it's a race, and you get right. to see them actually running, driving, crashing into each other sometimes, spinning out, hitting the wall. You get to smell the the oil and the gasoline. You get to hear what they really sounded like on the track in anger. And these guys, a lot of them are gentlemen racers. They're not professionals. So they're not necessarily going as fast as the cars could go back in the day. But they're not really babying them either. They're they're out Is, there, you know, tearing Brian, it up. Was Brian Johnson out there in his McLaren? I don't know. Um, the front man from ACDC, he... He drives this. I know. I know who he is. Yeah, this car he drives is. He has a show on TV. Yeah, I've heard about that. Apparently, a lot of the guys don't go by their real names in the in historic races. Like Sam Walton from Walmart, his son apparently was driving one of the cars, but not going by his real name. Goes by Adam Carolla. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And like Bruce Canapa, who owns that shop that like imports nine five nines. Like he's out there driving a, a vintage Porsche IMSA race car. And, you know, just a bunch of... by Ayrton Senna, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, he went by his real name. Oh. Um, But it's a bunch of stuff that you'd only ever see on, like, a documentary or an old TV show or an old, you know, a recording of an old race. The only way you're going to get to see it is by going to this event. And um, where is it going with that? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best thing Uh, ever. It's a great story. (laughs) Have you been... Carl, Alex, have you been? No, I have not. Okay. And Ashley? 
No, I've never okay. been. Obviously, producer Ben has. Yeah, Obviously guys, not. you gotta. Uh, maybe uh, we'll do. Make, we gotta make a daily Turismo uh, radio like tour out of it next I, year. I've been to the Davis Volvo show. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more exciting than that. Not much, but just a little bit more. <laughs> so the Laguna Seca Miata event always happens like a month after the Monterey Historic. So yeah. it's always. I have to like pick my days off, so I always end up picking the Miata. Yeah. The Miata track day. So the day that the cars drive around the track like about two miles per hour versus like we but get to see like Chaparral. Yeah, but I'm Jim driving Hall's it. No, but she's actually hour. driving on the track, <laughs> not true. just watching someone else do it. So there is something true. to be said. Yeah, I don't own, own a Miata, so I'd go there and watch cars. It'd be kind of boring. As a spectator, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just being obnoxious. Continue. <laughs> You're good at that. Just punch me. Just hit it. Come on. <laughs> no comment <laughs> uh, you got the staple gun i'll give you the yeah staple but gun. i guess to to finish my thought um the the vintage races the what, what do they call it now the rolex monterey reunion i think is what they call yeah, it the name it's got a weird name now but um you can walk around the paddock you can look at the cars up close you can talk to the guys who work on them and drive them it's not like this roped off hoity-toity event and if you really want to get a feel for what it was like to drive a 1970s Formula One car, for example. There were like 15 of those out there shrieking around this weekend, and my eardrums are still recovering from that. But you can get really close to them. You can see, oh, yeah, those are riveted together by hand, and, you know, you can get a real feel for what these cars were up close in a way that no other event really offers. So The best part is you can go into the pits, right? The, That's what the I'm, ex- exactly oh, what I, I was just I talking about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about just being near the track. No, no, but in also, the paddock. Yeah. While, you know, where they come back to park and work on the cars. You can't be in the hot pits because they're driving in and out of those. Oh, sorry, not the pit. Yeah, yeah the paddock, I meant, sorry. Yeah, hot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> I got to go next year. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, that's fun. It's a, it's a I haven't, I hadn't been in five or six years. and The only like classic car race event that's better is the Le Mans classic. Yeah. I've uh, been to that yet. Goodwood Revival's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. I haven't been to that one. I've heard that that one rivals Monterey. Yeah. So we'll see. Flo, we you should were, do a tour. You were you were <laughs> yeah. press at the Lemons event, but you couldn't get press for the historic. I, no, really. And I, I'll do a write up. I'll do a write up for the site of both. But y- you can tell that like the photos from my Monterey historic race weekend are like through chain link fences. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> you just got a big enough if, zoom if lens. If you want to, s- yeah. But if we'll you want to see good photos, Vince. look at somebody else's photos. Yeah. But I you, can tell you what it's like to go there. And so Vin- Vince, get us press next year. That's your job. That's your only job. Okay. Wait, okay. Do you guys want to go to Coronado as press? The Coronado one is nice because it's much more low key. It's yeah. the same group of people. So this race. is a race in San Diego, another yeah. vintage race. Speed Week on North Island Navy yeah. Base, right? right? So it's a big, flat, open area. Yep. So you can probably yeah. see the whole thing all at once. I still haven't been to it. Yeah, you can see the whole track because it's on on the uh, runway. They they yeah. take a runway that's an active runway and they just turn it into a racetrack for the week or week and a half. And, they don't um, try to land while the car. No, no. Well, actually, the Navy SEALs do do some kind of parachute drop in there during okay. the, during a break in the race. But it's a it's a fun um, it's a fun event, and we can we can go to that. I, I, we can get in his press. It's in November, I think. All right, let's do okay. it. let's do a show from let's there. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay, right. what's in our next segment? Good. Uh, next segment is um, find a car for Ashley's mom, and I think your dad needs a car too. New cars, right? Yes. My parents are both in the market for new cars right now. Two separate new cars. Two separate new cars, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> what do they currently drive? 
So my mom has a 2006 expedition. So she's looking to replace that with something newer and, 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 and bigger equivalent size, which <laughs> they don't really make. There aren't too many of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my dad was daily driving a 98 Cobra convertible that he sold earlier this year. And Mustang now, Cobra. Must, right. Mustang Cobra, yeah, yeah. And now he's driving a 2008 Shelby GT500. Which isn't so really wh- a daily why, driver. Uh, why, I say, why is he in the market for a new car then? <laughs> because he doesn't want to put a bunch of miles on it. We yeah. like got it signed by Carroll Shelby and stuff before he passed away. So we kind of just want to like keep the miles low on that car and get a better daily. Because that thing gets worse gas mileage than my Evo does, which is wow. yeah. mind boggling. Evos run rich too. especially if you have a lead foot so over the weekend my dad and i went out and of course because i'm obsessed with mazdas i made him drive the new miata (laughs) and a good baseline yeah and then we also um took out the volkswagen golf r Mm -hmm. and uh my dad didn't really like the shifter feel of the volkswagen but he did in the miata but he said the miata was underpowered yeah <laughs> so he does want a manual that miata he, has a really really nice shifter yeah the new one yeah that's awesome yeah so i was gonna say get the fiat get the, the which fiat has a 24 yeah. spider Come on. which has a different transmission probably not as nice to shift and only a little bit more power like you do 160 it's a smaller engine but it's turbo call uh, uh, I mean, alex how long would the tranny swap <laughs> take on that uh couple, <laughs> a day maybe there you go okay <laughs> so that's a day you can fix that in a day yeah. Well, no, they actually use the older transmission because it can take more torque, I guess. So, but it doesn't have the same feel as the new one. But Does the built? Fiat engine have more torque? Yeah. Oh. It's a turbo 1.4 versus a naturally aspirated 2 liter. That's right. That's right. I forgot they about do that. build all of those on the same line, though. Actually, yeah. when I was down in Hiroshima at the Mazda production plant, they were all on the same line. The Fiatas and the new Miatas are all just... And they crate the engines up in Italy and ship them over, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Weird. It's interesting. <laughs> Very but anyway, bizarre. so yeah, my mom is looking for another... How about a CX-9 kind for your mom? So I told her to go test drive that, but yeah. she hasn't yet. Um, Those are fun. For a big car, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Why does she have such a big car? I guess that's that's my first question. Um, she puts the dog in the back, I guess. We don't it, ha- they don't have a dog right now. Is the dog the size of a horse? <laughs> no, it's not is my it dog. <laughs> um, no, they're getting a lab, and she goes up to uh, like Big Bear and stuff, so she wants something with all-wheel drive, and she wants to be able to put at least my dad and maybe, you know, if my brother and I go up with them. So four people and a dog. I don't so, know. so does the dog the- need to ride inside the vehicle or is it <laughs> like a truck, like, like a... I think the CX-9 would fit fit that bill. It's okay. big enough. It's not yeah, huge, though. It's not ex- about, expedition yeah, about, big. But what about yeah. a nice truck, like, you know, like like a 1500 or an F-150 with the crew cab? That. You could put the dog in the in the very back so he can hang his head out the no. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Get something like, uh, how about Lexus? They make some nice uh, GX or even the, the, what's the slightly smaller one, the um, RX? RX, yeah. Those are nice cars. I mean, they're a little bit more expensive than the Mazda, but they, I don't know if you've driven one of them, and okay, it's, they're kind of boring, but at the same time, they're really nice. Like, it's the most nice, boring you ever experience. Are any of them towing capable? I don't capable know. Capable of towing anything? The CX-9 can just... tow 3,500 pounds, I think. 
Do they make it with like a tow package though? Uh, you can get the stuff. Yeah, I know Coleman towed their race car with the with the new CX nine recently. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's because it wasn't his car, so it may not have a tow rating. <laughs> no, no, it was it was a company car, but but you know you can it, tow you can tow with a, anything it had right? a factory hitch on it you can tow the miata right if you want no to. but it had a, it, i mean it's not like something he rigged up like oh, okay. you, you you know it's rated from the factory to tow a small race car i was trying to look up on the internet to see if the lexus gx could tow but anyway <laughs> uh so suv for mom and then now your dad a convertible or just a, a sporty small car so my dad wants the Focus RS, but what he does not want is to pay 10K over MSRP in order to get one. Yeah. So um, he's driven my Evo around and he really likes it. He's still trying to stay in a manual transmission car. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like a hot hatch turbo all wheel drive car, what, but. What about like a one year old Evo 10? <sighs> have you ever driven the new Evos? Uh, I haven't driven the 10. I have. What's your opinions on it? It felt bigger and heavier, for yeah. sure. In stock form, it felt a little bit lackluster. But don't leave it stock. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> My dad tends to hold on to cars forever, so he'll probably have this car for like at least fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So it's something that needs to be. STI. <laughs> <laughs> Vince has a nice STI that he'll sell to your dad. I'm sure. Which um, which STI do you have? I have a 2004. Oh, I thought that was the kind you take pills for. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> just just vape and flat brim pats all the time. Yeah. And That's a, the only a, pill in the car. And a sticker that says dapper on it. Actually, I had to, I had to peel Peta Bear stickers off the car on the way home from when I bought it. Like, I actually like, <laughs> did stopped. You, did and you like, really? Oh, got it. Yeah, really. Wow. I was like, I can't like, uh, I don't even know what Peta Bear is or means, but I like, I had to like, look up on my phone to see what, okay, what is this a sticker? Why is it on my car? And I read it, Pet-A-Bear. I was like, oh, I can't get that off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's cool in Riverside where I bought the car, but I can, the beach city, so that, that doesn't go. The moms at the elementary school when you drop off your kid, or they will not appreciate that. Right? Well, you know, they don't really appreciate the smoky drifting either oh, in the parking yeah. lot, so, <laughs> you know, Pet-A-Bear stickers. 10 block wouldn't be popular there. No, no. Okay. All right, so do you have a car for Ashley's dad? Vince? Oh, my, my car was the a, a one-year-old Evo. There you go. Seaflo, yeah. you got a recommendation? Well, we already talked about the V60 Polestar. Yeah, but off the air, though. We didn't yeah, talk about sorry, it. Yeah, sorry, not on the air. The Volvo so. V60 Polestar is 360 horsepower now, something <laughs> like that. But it is not <laughs> manual. Not manual. That's the only mm. thing. Great-looking car. comes in that awesome, that same blue as the Focus RS. It's bigger. The really nice car to drive. It doesn't have the drift button, though. It's got flappy paddles. No, it doesn't have the drift button. <laughs> Is it a DSG or a slush box? Uh, I think it's just a normal mm, torque converter. Yeah. It's still automatic. a Volvo. Which, those are getting good now, though. That's like, true. it used to be that the DSGs oh. were much uh, better. Gosh, hey, what about uh, ISF? Wait, is your dad a hipster? Because if he is, the Volvo would be great. <laughs> does he, does Lexus he, ISF? Does yeah. he smoke a lot of weed? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> Lexus ISF is an interesting What about the Idaho Shakespeare that, Festival? That, that only comes automatic too, right? It only comes automatic, but it's <laughs> Idaho Shakespeare Festival. It's one of the... <laughs> what? <laughs> ISF, ISF Idaho Shakespeare oh, yeah. Festival. Got it. It, it Sorry. Is, wow. It is <laughs> described by automotive pundits, you know, for what it's worth as like the best automatic transmission car you'll ever so, drive. So did we the determine a car? Did we too. determine a car before we go to break? But for uh, mom and dad. So her mom is getting 335 a BMW with a CX9. Good call. All right. So your mom is getting a CX9 and her dad is getting a BMW three, 335 manual. Except they don't have a limited slip in the back. Limited scrimp. 
that's not and that, to me. That's a deal breaker with the BMWs. <laughs> is that if the if the regular 335, you can optional limited slip back there. Now you can you, you can, can buy a M1 you can or you can fix stick that. it in there. You can fix it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, how what a week weekend? No, a, a couple, couple hours. hours. A couple okay, hours. Couple hours. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fair it's enough. No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we'll fix it up. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got when we come back, Vince? <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. When we come back from the website, we're gonna have from the website and then some of Seaflow's news. Oh, All right. Yes. Hey Vince, you're an idiot. Get <laughs> a job. Right. That's thanks, Mike. to Daily Turismo Radio. This Friday, 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 because they're not open on Sunday, come down to European Motor... <laughs> European Motorworks for your Volkswagen Type 4 engines and Type 1. Machine Shop Services, Brad Penn Racing Oil, The Green Oil, Robosaurus, Line Morning, Case Savers, Decking, Sleeving, Monster Trucks, Shuffle Pins, Align Boring, all your air-cooled Volkswagen needs, porting, polishing, rods, pistons, valve jobs, existentialism. Call George Rodriguez, 800-722-8678 at EuropeanMotorworks.com. Call, 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 800-722-8678. Mention DT Radio for a 70% discount this Sunday only. That's EuropeanMotorworks.com. Welcome back to Daily Turismo Radio. Motorheads, we're still here and we're still talking about cars. Cars, cars, cars. We love them. Uh, cars, so cars, we, cars. <laughs> that's a great new new radio commercial there. Seaflow, that was some fine work there. That was Thank the you. voice of our resident uh, lunatic. Yeah, <laughs> that was going to be nice. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about, from the website, dailyturismo.com, specifically uh, the car of the week. Mm. And I'll kick this things off. You better choose one, yeah. <laughs> I'll kick this off with uh, my car of the week is the 1988 Lotus Esprit Turbo. That I was believe that's pronounced Esprit. Esprit, yes. <laughs> um, that's for sale in really. Craigslist. And it's this yellow beauty and $7,500 for that thing. Wow. And that you might say oh, that, that got my attention. Yeah, exactly. Seventy five hundred dollars. Now it was on Craigslist. Last. Let me see if it's still there. That's where gone. I get all my cars. Yeah, that that honestly, that's the that or dailyperson.com. No, it's deleted by or, the author. Or turbo so, bricks. Or turbo bricks. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, so it's probably sold. Okay, because it was a really good deal, but it's a bit of a sort of rock bottom. It's in 
uh, salvage title, mishmash parts. I mean, it is it has some issues, but you know, fixed up. It looks like a like a supercar from the from the eighties, right? I mean, it is. It looks like a hypercar. It's this crazy, you know, it's Lotus Esprit. It's got a turbo engine in it, and you know, even if you had to drop in a you know Mitsubishi turbo engine because you couldn't afford the Lotus parts, yeah, it would be awesome. Four G sixty three swap. Four G sixty three would be awesome. Um, you guys are <laughs> killing me with the phones. But obviously, with the sorry, phones, guys. Sorry. Obviously, it's up on the screen if you want to see it. No, I'm not looking at that one right now. Obvious, yeah, obviously, obviously, <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously, uh, I wouldn't buy that car because you know, you know me. Um, but what I would it's buy nice. is the 1985 Toyota Corolla SR5. Oh. So it's the AE86. It had 6,686 miles on the odometer. It's in Canada, and it was offered for nine thousand US dollars. Now it is the nicest looking Corolla you'll ever possibly see, and there are people who will pay and currently will pay mint, and future years will pay more. Um, guys like the guest we had a couple weeks ago, um, uh, Ashley's friend, who was who had an 80, 86. There's um, one parked on the street right now. I was going to ask if somebody bought one out no, in front of the me. studio. It looks just like this, except it's crappy and beat up. Yeah, but, but this one is just—I mean, <laughs> it, it looks incredible. The 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 shape, I mean, it looks really nice. Except for for some odd reason, the picture the under the hood picture looked like someone had run like a, I don't know, like a a blender with like a chocolate shake or something on the inside of the engine bay. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, it looked really nice. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, and is that like a? You said it was a Canadian car. I wonder if it was driven in like dusty areas or something. Yeah, I said it was the discarded leftovers of a Taco Bell beefy burrito ten pack. That's disgusting. I love Taco Bell, man. If they could, if we could get Taco Bell to, to sponsor food for the show, oh, I'd yeah. be just the happiest man ever. Um, but otherwise, it looked like a nice car. The interior is nice. Now, of course, like all low mile classics, it's got the automatic transmission because the manual transmission. Someone would have driven it. Right. Um, but you know, whatever. For what it's worth, that's what I'd buy. It's easy to do a swap on a car like this. Afternoon. 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 Yeah, okay. you could, you could get all the parts together ahead of time. Yeah. Alex is our resident. He's gonna. You're just gonna stay in sh- future shows. We're just gonna like ask you how long Wait, it takes how to long do things. Would it take? Just uh, record <laughs> me saying like three hours. Oh, that's six hours. Afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I can just. You can just first yeah. that. You're like Sting over there or something. Hey Vince. Oh, you're I this again. <laughs> get a job. I really like this drop. <laughs> We're gonna take that away from you. I. <laughs> uh, Ziplo. Yeah. You got a car of the week? Uh, if you take Ben's drops away, then he can't produce the show. That's <laughs> the problem, though. Um, Is that a problem? Car of the week, to me, was tied, I think, between the 1972 Chrysler Town & Country. Oh, that was nice. It's a big, big wagon with a lot of fake wood. Um, there was actually a really nice Chrysler New Yorker wagon at the Concours de Lemons that was a few years older than this, but equally impressive in size and girth and condition. <laughs> And it was towing a like an old vintage pop-up trailer. Anyway, um, if you're gonna cruise in a big a big American wagon, I can't really argue with that one. It has so much panache. I mean, just yeah. look at it. It so much road hugging weight just sitting there, just crushing the ground. <laughs> and that that car is actually the ox is um, still alive. It's bidding for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, eight five hundred dollars. That's a steal. That's, yeah. Somebody mentioned that it had been on bring a trailer like a couple years ago. I think I remember seeing it. Because how could you forget that thing? Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and I think it was a tie actually for me w- between that and the '79 Buick Riviera, the green, the, gr- the avocado green one. It's up, it's up the page a couple. That one right there. That would have been the perfect Lemons Rally car. 
is what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm already thinking about which crappy cars I'm going to buy just for the Lemons Rally next year and then sell immediately afterwards. And something like that. Super mint condition version of a terrible car. Because somebody will walk up to you at the end and go, hey, I want to buy that. And then, okay, it's problem solved. It even solved. has California blue plates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, awesome. You could have got it while you were up north. Click on, the, click on the, the, the title there, Ben, and you'll see... Uh, Scroll down to the interior picture and just imagine. Oh. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, you have to go to dailyturismo.com and check this out. Yeah, 79 Buick Riviera, fresh off the vine. There's lots of avocado jokes in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of the wood panel on that on that glove box. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like his take it's like easy a there, dinner Vince. tray. <laughs> Acres Vince of pearls. Excited with the size of the wood panel. <laughs> Good work. Look at the size of that. <laughs> uh, Spherical and pointy. But I don't. I think I would at this point buy either of those cars. I think the one I would buy is the one KBZ found, which is the 19. What was it? Crap. 19 crap. It was a That's uh, good year. 1971 <laughs> Lancia Fulvia. I was going to say, I didn't uh, yeah. see a Volvo on the site this week. so No. Because I forgot to post one. <laughs> uh, but that Lancia you was. You had some written up. I uh, Almost. I didn't quite do it. <laughs> Um, but there this, was a Volvo, the A50 T5R. I didn't write that up. Oh, I wrote it. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. That's yeah, that. Yeah, they only they only came in auto. That's the problem. I'll leave with that the T5R. Anyway, that Lancia looked really really nice. It was a fresh import from Italy, I think, from just like ten years ago. Um, very stylish little two door coupe. Weird engine, weird brand. Less than twenty grand. I'm all over it. But a bing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's a nice looking car. All right. Next. All right. Ashley? Next. Who's next? So other than the uh, Datsun Roadster barn find that was <laughs> listed in there that we already discussed there earlier. There literally is one. Yeah. Um, this uh, 4x4 Mustang, what Ooh. is this, the 67 mm-hmm. Ford Mustang 4x4? Mm-hmm. The Monstang. Yeah. This car would be such a blast to actually take out to like a rally or something like that. Because like an, like I mean, off-road rally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like doing like an actual stage rally King or of something. The hammers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, like I mean, you can't take a Miata to a rally, be, like a stage rally, because you need to have like a what, roof what, welded on. I, I thought the Miata was the best car ever made. Oh wait. <laughs> you can rally it. You just have to weld the roof on, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> but this would be a good side option for. Mm. What if you did a Miata engine swap into that Mustang 4x4? Then what? You're going wrong. <laughs> <the wall. laughs> it's got 390 FE V8 in Yeah, this has man. a V8 in it. No, but it's got to be the 99 with the VVT head. That's right. Yeah, yeah. How, no, long, oh, that, how long does that take? <laughs> Afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 390 cubic inch FE V8 in a top-load four-speed manual gearbox. So it's got like 100, oh, no, 130 horsepower. That had three-speed, I thought. It's got like 130 horsepower. But so many torques. Yes. I guess this is like when you're just like, oh my God, I love American cars so much. I just want to drive them in the winter when it's snowing and I can't drive any of my muscle cars. Yeah. I'm going to be the well, only know, one. Or just when you want to be a kook who drives a lifted 4x4 <laughs> muscle car. Right? There was a also prototype 4x4 Mustang built um, by the same company that made the four-wheel drive system for the... Um, <laughs> Ferguson. Ferguson, that's what it was. The Jensen Interceptor. Interceptor, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. FF or something. <laughs> yeah. Drugs yeah. are bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Vince. I totally rock that car. I could pull it off. It's awesome. <laughs> Ashley got her weed card. She must have. That no. 
<laughs> You're the one that talks about it all the time, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, what about you? You got any car of the week? Uh, I really like the 73 Honda CB350F. Mm. No, it's not a car, but... But it's on the website. It I is think. on the website. Um, it's a fair game. Yeah, after uh, doing some work on Seaflow's uh, similar vintage Honda motorcycle, I uh, have to say I really dig it. So I'd rock that. Are you a two-wheel guy as well? or Not not really. I mean, I, I, I would like to be, but my sense of self-preservation here in Southern <laughs> California yeah. is, is keeping me from becoming a two-wheel guy. But you appreciate them. Yes, absolutely. Can yeah. you Can you tell listeners what your dad did back in the day? Uh, he was a uh, factory motocross mechanic for uh, various uh, uh, Japanese manufacturers. Wow. Pretty successful. Here I thought you, you were going to say he was like a Swedish Hells Angel or something. <laughs> no. Which no. would have been awesome, by the way. That does exist. Wow. <laughs> I've seen pictures of those guys, and I don't want to see them in person. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The nice thing about a motorcycle, I'd love to have one just because you could take it apart like in your living room. Yeah, the, the ease of working can, on things. You can buy so many more motorcycles than you can buy cars right. for the same amount of space. Yeah, just think yeah. about it. It's brilliant. <laughs> you can even put them in your house. Yeah. You can put them in your house. You move them around easily. You can disassemble them all over the place. They they hide away under tables and imagine cabinets. imagine how many unfinished <laughs> projects you could have if you were so in a many more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Think of the skin grafts. It'd be incredible. Well, you don't have to ride them. See, riding <laughs> no, is no, the point. I, yeah. It's just building them and then and then not riding. Like them. turbocharging them and not riding them. Yeah. Right. Just like that. Yeah. Yep. I, I got that. I got that part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we're gonna transition into. Seaflows. It's time for Seaflows news. For Seaflows news. Well, I mean, we're calling it news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflows news. Seaflows. Seaflows. Seaflows news. Not Ben's news. Seaflows news. Not Ben's news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflows news. Not Ben's news. Seaflows news. Not Ben's news. I just know it's his news. Really, he has news. Yo, what up? Hey, Vince. You're an idiot. No. Seaflows news. Why is that? We can yell at Vince on my new segment. That's, That's that is that is allowed. A fair game. First story today in the news is that Formula One is coming back this weekend from the traditional August summer break. Uh, they're they're coming shrieking back to your cable sports network at, for the Belgian Grand Prix at Spa Francorchamps. Unless you're uh, listening to the podcast, in which case that was in which case they already, last weekend. They already had a race and something happened, and I don't know what it was because it hasn't happened in real life yet. Uh, but Mercedes Mer- won. Mercedes won. Yeah, <laughs> top story. Uh, they, they're rolling out some, uh, engine upgrades for this race. Um, Fernando Alonso is, gets a 35 place grid penalty. 35. There are only 22 cars in the race. So does he have to wait till the first 15 cars pass him? Lap him. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how that should work, but I, I don't think so. Um, because his Maconda engine had to be replaced again. Those guys are getting better, but they're still not great apparently. Um, and then Hamilton, I think, is going to have a penalty because he's upgrading his engine to the new one that Mercedes is rolling out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but the the most exciting part of F1 news this weekend was about 2017 F1, which is going to be uh, rules change where they're going back to wide tires, wide wings, cars that are difficult to drive instead of just like you know two fingers on the wheel, prance around the racetrack. Um, and Jensen Button, who's a fan of the good old days of hard-to-drive F1 cars, he said um, they're going to be more fun and uh, that the modern cars give you kind of a, a different feeling. It doesn't scare you as much, but it will scare you next year. It will be awesome, is what he says. 
So as a driver, he's looking forward to more of a challenge next year. Are they changing so. the uh, the the instantaneous fuel flow limitations? Because with big big arrow and wide tires and same power, they're just going to be slower. Well, they're going to be faster <laughs> in the turns. They're going to have more grip, more downforce. But, um, but that does not more grip makes less interesting racing. Yeah, one. but I don't know if they're changing the fuel flow now, limit. If with that change to the big wings and big tires, they're getting rid of all that underbody arrow. Because no. really, it's the underbody arrow that's killing Formula One today because the fans can't see it, but basically it just glues the cars to the track. And if they raised all the cars like six, in- six inches from the ground, it'd be sliding all over the place. Completely different sport. It'd be fantastic. I think they should just mandate everybody has to run the factory tire off the BMW i3. <laughs> <laughs> Those pizza cutter tires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so tall and skinny. No, but actually, Vince, it's interesting because Button was saying the opposite of what you just said. He's saying the current cars will slide around quite a bit. And maybe that's more interesting to watch as a spectator because you see some opposite lock, you see some you know drifting type stuff going on. But he said, as a from a driver's perspective, it's much more difficult to drive the old style of F1 car with the wider tires and more downforce because they're twitchier at the limit. Twitchy, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. exactly. So maybe it's better for drivers, but not for spectators. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, yeah, that was the first story. I was looking up the fuel flow limit. Um, it will be. Uh, I guess that's still under discussion, Alex, to answer your question. Okay. Yeah, hopefully they raise that limit at least. Because right now it's 100, kilogra- or it's 100 kilograms per hour. I don't know what the number is. Anyway. <laughs> it's time for Seaflow's News. <laughs> for Seaflow's News. <laughs> Second story. Fiat is preparing to release a fixed roof 124 coupe made from the new Miata platform. So the RF in Fiat not, form? Not the RF. So the Mazda is coming out with a retractable fastback RF hardtop Miata that looks really good with the top up, but then you realize, oh, it's not really a hardtop because it's retractable. It still looks awesome, though. It still looks awesome. Is it kind of um, like a Targa or something? No, it's it's a it's a hardtop with a fastback like roof line. Kind of like a but Z, it, Z4. But it like retracts. Z4. But, but the fastback roof line down. stays in place or does it retract as well? It lifts up and the roof goes under uh, it and then it okay. goes back down. Okay. Anyway, so, that's okay. the Miata version. Fiat is now going to come out with a fixed roof, real coupe, hardtop on the Miata platform. That's the rumor anyway. I don't know if it's yes. confirmed. Will it still be as ugly in the front? Will it still have the yes. ugly Fiat front end? It will still have the ugly Fiat front end. Some people actually like it. I've, it's kind of growing on me. Um, like mold. Like mold. Yes. Chris, how long would it take to retrofit the Fiat roof onto the Miata? The rest of the actual MX-5 car. Uh, maybe maybe two hours. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sawzall, MIG welder. Yeah, no what problem. What else do you need? No problem. A couple angle grinders. Yeah. If I could get Nathan and Alex in the same room, I think it would be like 50 minutes. They have been in the same room recently. It's terrifying concept. He, he, is, he is infinitely more productive in the workshop than I am. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk a big He's a game, menace. Right? He's a menace. Yeah. yeah. Nathan is currently- He doesn't smoke as much weed. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's currently completely rebuilding our 24-hour lemons car that has been a stalled project for two, two years now. Yep. And He'll be done the weekend. He came back and he's like, all right, we're building this thing. And he's gotten us all fired up about it again. And it's that's the BMW E36 with the 5.3 liter V8. So that is the top news story. <laughs> so, so I, I got a question what? then, Vince. Or no. I mean, C-Flow. Me? Yeah, for you. So if Nathan <laughs> does finish the lemons car and you guys actually do go to race it and you guys race under black iron are oh we take, are are you gonna take vince 
Um, I don't know if he's invited. Yeah. <laughs> but we're signed up for the October 1st uh, Lemons race at Button Willow with this car that's not done yet, but we've got a whole got month almost. Got Nathan. Got Nathan he's he's it, got plenty of so. time. He's a machine. Um, final story in the news. Porsche owners are pissed. It's time for Seaflow's news. You didn't interrupt me, man. <laughs> don't <laughs> interrupt my news segment, <laughs> man. Uh, Volkswagen, you know, is doing the big settlement package for the TDI owners for the two-liter diesels, but Porsche owners include Cayenne three-liter diesels, and they are getting angry because they haven't been offered anything nearly as good as the two the lowly two-liter Volkswagen diesel. Are, are the Porsches also gross polluters? They're not as bad, but it's a bigger engine. They didn't cheat in the same exact way, but they also had a defeat, defeat device, quote-unquote. So, yes and no. Um, but it's being handled in a separate case. So whatever they do about the 2-liter diesels doesn't apply to the 3-liters. They have to figure that out completely separately. So there's far fewer of them on the road, which is yeah, why... Yeah, you never see any of them. I see them every once in a while, like very rarely. Like a Porsche drives by and goes... <laughs> and you're like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> there was a TDI Cayenne. Wow. Um, along with the VW Touareg and the Audi Q7. Touareg. Touareg. They're all related. Which they one had the... The, the Q7 had the V10 TDI, right? Uh, no. The Touareg had the V10 TDI. Right. That's what it was. Which is not part of this. Got it. It's the later V6 TDI. Okay. Anyway, Porsche owners are angry. What are we going to do? <laughs> the world's going to come to a <laughs> screeching halt. What do you guys think about Talk that? Talk about hipsters. Throw more money at it. Yeah. That always yeah. solves the problem for Porsche. Owners. I mean, does anyone feel bad for the Porsche TDI owner that's not getting their car bought back yet? Yeah, just listen to all the outrage. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Riots forming outside. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there's only, there's only like, I don't know, 10,000 that were sold, period. So it's really not a big news story. And I don't even know why I included it this week. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah, the the E thirty six lemons car getting finished. That's a bigger story. That's way bigger story. Black Iron Racing Facebook dot com. Check it out. That's the end of Seaflow's news. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Seaflow's news. For Seaflow's news. Well, I mean, we're calling it news. I was hoping you were going to bring up the concept of that uh, Tesla that got stolen in Germany, where um, so in the past Teslas when they get stolen, the owners can see exactly where the car is any given time. It's like the find my iPhone app. Correct. They yeah. find my Tesla. And they, they've actually, there was a case in Vancouver where someone led the police along and like let them know where his car was. But there was some guy in Germany who claims his, his Tesla was stolen and there's no trace of it. And he says he has his key and it just disappeared from his, from his driveway Maybe or his garage. Maybe it drove itself away. Well, the theory is, is that <laughs> this is good. So the, the best, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> the, the best theory is that uh, the Someone compromised his Tesla account with like a bad password. Yeah. He had a weak password and then was able to sync it to his phone and then go up to his Tesla and just start his Tesla with the phone app on uh, this guy's compromised password and then drive it off or maybe drive it to a truck where he's then able to turn it off and kill the GPS locator and then take it somewhere where yeah, it. And that, now yeah. it's now it's just like a regular car that can get stolen. Um, mm. It's just sort of an interesting 
Um, New security breach. Yeah, so in order to be a Tesla thief, you have to be able to hack everything and hack an iPhone. It's not yeah. just like putting a screwdriver into the ignition of exactly. a Honda, Ben. Uh, there. I think you know so, so, that. So, Remember those? So, 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 so you're not saying that the Mexicans are going to steal, they're going to be able to steal a Tesla. <laughs> uh, only those with that. electrical engineering degrees will be able to steal okay. Teslas. So, okay, so no Mexicans hacker, are going to steal Teslas. Hackers, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I, I think the thing is that with a flatbed truck, you can steal anything. Right, and that's and a still strong the, enough winch, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's, it up there. Or a winch, either way. Um, <laughs> that's that's always been the case with cars. High-end cars have always been stolen that way. But with the Tesla, where all this interconnectivity and it's constantly on the grid and they can find it and you can find it, uh, it becomes you know, an issue of not just there's no resale value for it. It has to be parted and scrapped. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Or whoever stole it has to you know, keep driving it because once you connect it to the internet, Tesla's going to know where it is. Yeah, so. but how do you drive around Germany without running into Wi-Fi range? I mean, or you'd have to somehow figure out a way to that disable stuff. that yeah. stuff. But that is not trivial. Jailbreak no, the Tesla. No. Yeah, jailbreak <gasps> the Tesla. Yeah, that's. And then you can break your buddies out of jail because they're criminals too. Yeah, <laughs> with their Tesla. That's a good idea, actually. Uh -huh. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> moving on. What's next? Anything? That's it. No, that we're going to um, talk about future shows. We are still going to do a show at Absolution Brewing. If you, you guys threatening that. heard about that, I know. Why don't you plan and that? Like, we are, we're working we're, on we're it. We had an actual date we're together. Actually, yeah, we're we had a date, on, and then we should have a date. Today. We, should, we should have a date in the next week, within the next week. We should okay. have a date by next week. Well, let's week, not so. talk about it again until there is a date. I'm cutting his mic. Except <laughs> we're, we, what we're doing is we are we're trying to get enthusiasm and interest oh, in I this. See. We'll have a meetup. We'll invite everyone. If you're listening to the show, you can come to it. It's not, you know, no tickets required. Just come have a good time. Hang all, out with us. All of Daily Turismo's fan. Both, <laughs> both of him can show up, and uh, it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. But uh, we don't have a guest lined up for next... Well, we're not going to tell you who the guest is for next week yet. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> nice save there, Vince. No one caught that. <laughs> and... I, I know. If you want to I be know. A guest on Daily Trismo Radio, please call. Yeah. Two, one, three, <laughs> two, nine, <laughs> I know. I know a guy you can have on next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, he looks a lot like. Me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you like Volvos a lot? He does. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, guest. it's almost like he was here this week because Vince keeps calling me by his name. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I, like. <laughs> uh, yes, a couple times maybe we can edit that out in the, in the podcast version. Except Ben won't do that because. <laughs> No, no, he's not going to do it. It's, it's funnier to have it if I keep calling you wrong names. Uh, all right. So big thanks to Alex for joining us on the show today, um, talking to us about Volvos. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, <laughs> and then thanks. I was going to ask you if you had an Instagram or Twitter you want to pimp, but you're not exactly. No, I, not really. No. Yeah, that's what but I thought. You, what about Butchka Engineering? Yeah, sure. Is that a thing? That is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Butchka Engineering on Facebook. All right, there you, go. there you go. Okay, you just right. it. so if you want to pimp something, there you can pimp something or shout out to your friends, or your mom, or something. Uh, and then <laughs> thanks, of course, to uh, my co-host Seaflow for being there as always. Hey, you, and, you bet. Hey, and Ashley, thanks for uh, being here. No problem. No problem. And uh, keep on wrenching, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio.
falling from the trees, eventually I'm falling.